This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Whiskey and Whitetails, the show for those that hunt with a passion and drink with your purpose. As always, I'm your host, Gus. I'm Matt. (laughs) This week, we're going to recap our trip to Kentucky for the Camp Hero Kentucky American Heroes Bourbon and Barbecue Bash. Give some updates on our whitetail season drink some bourbon kind of get back to our roots of how this show started from the get-go so uh stay tuned gus how is the hurricane over your way uh, it's it's been ripping ripping and rolling uh, all day today. Actually, kind of well, as you're aware, it comes in bands. So there's times where I can walk outside and it's actually beautiful, and then within 30 seconds or a minute later, it's there's you know 30 mile an hour, 50 mile an hour wind gusts and uh, rain. About I don't know six miles down the road, um, there's there's mixed reports on whether it was an actual tornado or just a really bad wind gust, but it actually picked up a vehicle um, on Highway 52 there. I don't know if you could tell where that was at, but coming into Goose Creek, that big intersection where there's a Taco Bell right before you I get could to tell. The- So the video was like just straight rain and wind. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that huge intersection where uh, Red Bank and basically Highway 17, Highway 52 sort of intersect. Um, it was right before that. It just picked that car up and just kind of like tossed it like a little, little toy. I'll see if I can quickly find it, but uh I don't think I can. Do you have Twitter on your, because I don't have it on my computer. No, I don't have my computer either. Ah, okay. Well, if you get on Twitter, you look up Charleston, South Carolina, and hit latest, you'll see it. It was uh, actually, I don't remember the name of the person that posted it, but it said, mom of a lot of greens. And I was like, <laughs> is that my oh, that's mom? Right. I did see that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know about Hurricane, I guess it's Adalia. Yeah, Adalia or something like that. Yeah. We watched it. Um, I watched it live this morning. So this morning, which Gus, I'm sure you had it also at 5.15 in the morning, our phones went off with a warning that 36 hours from now, there could be surge storms. Yeah. So 
funny story about that. I have a, I have the, the that setting on my phone for like, do not disturb. Apparently it doesn't disturb you if you have uh even with, with a warning. So I need to look at that setting. Cause that would suck. It didn't disturb? No, it didn't. Unless oh, I have wow. them all, unless I have them all shut off, which I, uh, that tone really, really does a thing with me. Yeah. And so there's, it's possible that I turned them all off at one point in a fit of irritation. So mine went off at five, like five Oh seven or something. And I rolled over and looked at my phone and saw weather alert. And I, oh. I smacked the face of my phone, rolled over and went audibly. I said, assholes, like who <laughs> does that at five o'clock in the morning? But like, I'm finally like starting to like the, the lights are going out in my head and I'm finally starting to fall asleep. And then the wife's phone went off and then I just got up and went to work. I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I was talking to a guy at work about it because his went off. He he has tinnitus like I do, but I guess his is super bad. So he wears noise canceling headphones and just plays white noise all night. Oh man. And I told him to buy a fan. I was like, get a fan. Yeah. But um so he had headphones on, which is linked to his phone. So when that alarm went off at five, he said he like he woke up and just threw his headphones across the room and was like, What? <laughs> uh I would lose my that. shit. Yeah. So if you don't know, well, I'm sure you know by now, um, the hurricane struck land this morning as a cat four in Florida. Um, and it's churning its way currently rear. I think we're probably like five hours from seeing anything for real. Yeah. It'll, it'll come. The worst will come, I think for us between midnight and like 2am. So yeah. Might stay up, tie one on and go sit outside and strap myself to a tree and see what happens. So I'm going to tell you this. So the guy I was watching this morning that was live streaming, he has an app or he was using an app. I don't know if it's his app, but it's called Radar Omega. And I looked it up. It's uh, $8.99 to buy okay. it. And I was like, okay. from what I was watching with him, basically like you zoom out on the map and you can pick people. There's people that own the app and they're live streaming their current location. Oh, cool. Their hurricane. Right. So he was like clicking through it all on his live stream. And I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get it because tonight, I know we have this podcast, then we have another podcast after this one. So we'll be well into like 11 probably before sure. we're done working for the evening. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, what's two more hours, man? Just keep drinking. And I might walk down the street and <laughs> with a, with a light and just live stream. Cause you know how it floods by my house. So high yeah, tide yeah. is at, uh, I think 1030. So it should be pretty gnarly here around like 1am should be, I should be like, knee well, yeah. deep, I would guess. especially that, that road that runs right by the marsh there over by your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be fun. I also spent all afternoon looking at uh, the neighbor's house. He had um, yeah. some guys come and give him a quote for cutting the trees back. Oh yeah, and they didn't. So I guess they're coming back to do it. So I sat there with and just watched it. Watched the tree hit the corner of his house where the soffit is. For those oh, that don't man. know, your house comes to a peak and then there's a gap there, so it allows heat to escape. And he has a soffit is what covers that to keep the water out. So I'm sitting there watching this tree just rake it back like a good six inches. It's just peeled it back. Oh no. As, as this weather is bearing down. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're, like I said, we're hours away from the storm. <laughs> so. Has he done anything to it, to the roof? Has he got up there, put a tarp on it or anything at all? Dude, I tell you this, I, I did roofing a little bit in high school. Um, yeah. There's no way I would climb that roof. It's too steep Yeah. at this age, you know, with no safety equipment. Sure. And uh, he was trying to get up there and I talked him out of it. I was like, just let it go, man. Yeah, it's too dangerous. There's no way. It's well, it's it, it's going to be a lot of rain, um, but he's got a hell of a case to, uh, you know, to throw throw an insurance claim at, at that company for doing that. 
Well, I don't know a lot about insurance claims, but I know name storms, um, especially in South Carolina, hurricane, hurricane insurance is not necessarily hurricane insurance. A lot of times hurricane insurance doesn't cover water or wind. Yeah. It covers, uh, yeah. Which is crazy. You would think hurricane insurance would be water and wind, but it's not. No. Did you see, so about, anyway. did you see behind me what Jessica made me? Huh? Oh, I see it now. She took, she surprised me and she took the, uh, you know, I did the re the rebuild of our, the workbench. Mm -hmm. She took the old workbench top and used that as the background for it. So when you, you can't see it now, but when you, when you look at it close, you can see all the little drill holes and the circle hole bits yeah. and all the dings, all the, how uh, it's gotten beat up over the last three years, just got all kinds of character. I figure one day when, awesome. we, when we blow up and we have a big headquarters somewhere, that'll, that'll be a cool piece to have in there somewhere. Your big headquarters in Missoula, Montana or whatever. <laughs> Uh, how did she fit the, that in the laser machine? Cause that so is laser. So no, so she, she oh, cut, she used the laser to cut out the letters individually. And then she placed, she, oh, me okay. she measured and They're placed, on top of it. Yeah. Place the letters. Yeah. That looks sick. Great job, Jessica. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It's pretty that cool. Been kick -ass. She, uh, the weekend we were at the hunt club for, uh, when Brian came down from uh, 10th mountain whiskey, she, she likes to rearrange my office when I'm not here. She knows I won't let her do it when she's here. So she likes to rearrange yeah. things. And I came back and she had done that for me. Oh, that's awesome. That's a very cool surprise. It's pretty sick. And it's got character to it. It's a story. So there's no reason to ever get rid of it. Yeah, maybe I'll do a live or something. Or not a live. Well, maybe, maybe, whatever. I'll do something and, and show all the, the up close. Like you can see differences in color where like some of the jigs stayed for years. But everything else around it is aged and all beat up. And it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tells a story. Yeah, I look forward to that. What are you sipping on? I saw you pour something. Uh, that Peerless Double Oak. Nice. It's good. It's a good sipper. I had the, um, the cab, the guys, if, so I'm doing a kitchen remodel for this, but I had the, uh, from water damage. It's not like, I was like, hey, I've got $20,000 to spend. It wasn't that. It was, it's all an insurance claim, but I had um, the cabinet installers in there. And as soon as they walked in, one of them was like, dude, I'm a huge whiskey guy. I was like, yeah, what's your favorite whiskey? And uh, and he was like, whatever's free. And I was like, oh, so you're you're just a drinker, Boot. which is fine, which is just fine. And um, but anyway, I was like, you know, whatever you want, man. You want to take a sample? From me? And he was like, well, I mean, yeah, if you're offering. I was like, dude, we'll get turned up. I got nothing to do today. Let's go ahead and pop a bottle. And his supervisor <laughs> was like, hey, at least let him put the bases down before y'all start drinking. And I was like, oh, okay. So I knew it wasn't going to happen. But anyway, they finished the install and um, when they were done, they were all kind of like standing outside, like they were waiting on something and I had already tipped them and everything. So it, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, we were going to have uh, some whiskey. I was like, what, um, you guys want to have some whiskey? And then that guy was like, we got to go to another job after this. So we can't. I was like, ah, it sucks, man. And then his supervisor goes, I'll have a shot. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right, cool. And then the other two guys were like, well, that's my boss. If you take a shot, I'll take a yeah, shot. So yeah, we right. brought him in there. So I poured all three of them something different. One of them, he was the only one that can name a brand, which is a guy that didn't say anything about whiskey the entire time. But he was huh. like, yeah, I like wild turkey. And I was like, well, I'm going to blow your mind. So I pulled out a dusty bottle of turkey yeah. for him. And then the other guy was like, what's your flavor profile? He didn't know. So I poured him some Weller 12 and like let him take a picture of the bottle. I was like, one day you'll appreciate it. And the other guy was like, I just like wood. Like, I want it to taste like wood. So that's what I pulled down, that Peerless Double Oak. Yeah. And thanks. gave him some of that. He that's loved it. One. Yeah, awesome. Look at you. You you steward yeah. you. <laughs> Just trying to make the people happy. <laughs> I also wanted to issue a formal apology to everybody for last week. That was not intentional. We had planned to record as 
you know, oh, we yeah. had left, um, it's, you know, travel. It's it was, just, yeah, it was a mess. Like we, our schedules got messed up leading the week leading up to it. And we were like, you know, uh, oh, and it wasn't even schedules. It was <laughs> the week before that we had recorded at your house with Brian and I mm-hmm. mistakenly took all the microphones home. Yeah. So we set up a, t- a time and we were getting set up and I moved what I needed to. And then you were like, I think you have all the microphones and uh, sure shit I did. So we had, to, I had to, we could have brought all the, I could have driven all the equipment up there and we, we could have recorded in Kentucky, but when you every time, well, yeah. And, and every time we do that, it just, I don't know. It, I just feel like it takes away from what, the event and the, the weekend. And yep. so we decided we would just record when we got home. I brought a microphone up there to hand off to, to Matt. And then he was going to, they were going to fly home. Jessica and I drove home and traffic was bad. Flights were, were what flights are. And it just, it, before you know it, it's super late and we're just tired. Yeah. So, yeah. So I threw out the, uh, the recap episode from last year's, um, uh, bourbon and barbecue, uh, bash. Cause we touched on it briefly. And then, Okay, yeah, we touched on that on it briefly in that episode, and then we talked about uh, some tips and tricks for planning um, planning hunts out of state. So it's that time of the year; folks are looking at their tags and getting their getting their results back from drawings and and, uh, and getting their tags and and uh, planning those trips. So check out that episode; it's got all kinds of good tips to help you out with that. Yeah, but we're here now, so we can. Um... We can go over. Do you want to? How do you want to do it? Do you want to do like we'll tell each other's Friday? Because I don't really. Neither of us really talked about that. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Let me start. You want to start? Or you want me to start? I'll start. So okay. Friday, um, Friday, I had work and and kids stuff. Kids had school, so we waited until we had to wait till the kids got off school, and then um, we ended up uh, leaving South Carolina. Lost your camera there. Um, oh, sorry. There we go. Uh, ended up leaving but, South Carolina at like three o'clock. And so we we're like, all right, it's an eight hour drive from here. So I'm like looking at the GPS and it's like, right, it's going to be tack on an hour to whatever GPS says for stopping for gas, taking a piss, grabbing something to eat. So it was 11 o'clock. It was going to be 11, 1130 before we got there. Um, so we drove, we didn't hit any traffic or anything. It was actually nice because it was nighttime so there wasn't a whole lot of traffic but if you've ever driven from anywhere in the carolinas or southern or southeastern georgia uh anywhere up towards tennessee or kentucky you have to go through the appalachian mountains somewhere along the way and so we hit um we got to greenville just as sun it was sundown it was beautiful seeing the sunset over the mountains but uh, (laughs) driving and you know who else likes to drive late at night truckers so i'll say drug addicts but what's that well that also yes true very true um drunks the uh so the only part ladies of the night yeah ladies of the night so the only part that was not fun was uh being stuck in between 18 wheelers um so there was a lot of so you've driven that road enough times now it's been under construction for like for two years so there's tons of stretches along the the mountain passes there where uh it's just there's really no shoulder it's just those those uh concrete barriers and so there were there were tons of times where you're cru- you're going down the mountain and it feels like you're you're going downhill so it feels like you're going faster than you actually are but you've got an 18 wheeler you know i don't know four feet to your right and then a concrete barrier two feet to your left and yeah. gripping the you know white knuckle on the steering wheel trying not to uh, cause an accident but um 
that, you know, it, it is what it is. We got in late, um, you know, slept in a little bit. And then um, we, we thought about it. We talked about it on the way up there. You know, we could have just driven up Saturday morning, but what a, what a, what an exhausting day drive up and then do the event just to sleep and drive back. But that being said, like we, we thought about flying also and the cost was, was minimally different. Um, but you know, we get, you know, when you drive, you can pull over when you want to pull over, you don't have to deal with airports and baggage yeah. and you know, you can stop when you want to stop. You can make the, you can drive faster. If you want to drive faster, you can take your time. If you want to take your time, um, you know, listen to whatever music you want to, or, you know, what time do you know getting in? Oh, when we, when we arrived around midnight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Around midnight, around, around what we thought we would. And that's, we kind of, you know, we had that expectation. We knew that was going to be the case. Um, it just, I don't know. I like, if I have a long drive, I like starting at first thing in the morning. Cause I hate sitting mm-hmm. around thinking about it all day. And that made Same. it feel, it made it feel so much longer because I had been thinking about it all damn day. Yeah. Yeah. Our Friday, um, so we had we had cabinet installed on Friday, mm-hmm. which we didn't know when that was going to end. And then um, I had a bunch of stuff to move, and so I had like a couple friends come over to help move stuff that, are, that live right here. Mm-hmm. And um, so our plan was to leave Saturday morning, get up at like six a.m. and just drive up. That way we weren't miserable going straight from driving to the event. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the plan. And then knowing that the floor install took three days and it was like they ended at like six seven o'clock every day and it's just been miserable dealing with it so which you know it's funny is like we know friends that are like legit program or project managers for construction companies i could not imagine the amount of stress that that is i have a huge respect for those guys just because i had one week of that life so it's like i did everything myself instead of hiring a project manager because you got to pay him Mm-hmm. So it's like bringing in the floor guy, bringing in the countertop guy, bringing in the tile guy, bringing in the plumber, bring it, right. you know, so to schedule everybody. And luckily my cabinet guy knew that they weren't going to finish the floors in one day and it took them three days. Right. But anyway, so all that. So like on Wednesday or Thursday, I started looking at the trip, how much is it going to cost and diesel, which I, you know, my truck's diesel. So it's mm-hmm. like four thirty to four fifty a gallon right now. Yeah. It ain't cheap. <clears throat> it's not. So I looked it up. <laughs> And I, I did the math on it from here to there, plus an extra hundred miles just goofing around. Yeah. It was like 350 bucks is what it was going to cost me to drive there. Yep. So I was like, let me just see what flights are. And it, for the both of us, I think it was like 220 a person. And now I'm eliminating 16 hours of driving. It probably sure. would have been closer to 18. You know, as you said, with stops and gas. So Friday, we didn't do anything. Saturday morning... Well, so Friday we, we hung on to some stuff. Saturday morning we went straight to the airport, um, and we just packed one carry on. So I dropped her off, let her go through TSA or through you know regular because I have pre check and she doesn't. Yeah. So I let her go, and then I went and parked the car, and then she texted me and was like, "I'm through TSA," and I was literally walking through the scanner machine at the, when she texted me yeah, yeah when she didn't text me as soon as i got through the scanner machine got my phone she had texted me and was like i'm here cool and uh or maybe it was right before i think it was right before anyway um yeah so pretty easy we it was pretty it, but for some reason it flew us to philly so it was a two-hour flight to philly and then a two-hour flight to yeah um, did you expect Lexington. that did you know it was going to philly did you know there was a layover i don't i didn't look i didn't yeah. look i just bought i was like whatever i'll be there at right 12 30 right. or something i didn't care and then um, that morning, yeah, I was like, we're going to Philly? That's weird. 
<laughs> it's way out of the way. Yeah, it you seems super odd. South Carolina yeah. to Philadelphia and yeah. then to Kentucky, but whatever. Yeah. It's like so we got there, and I was like, "Go ahead." Well, it's just it's flying is is just strange in general. You know, like the the number of times I've flown to uh, you fly to somewhere on the west coast, and you got to go like up to like way up north first, and then go way across instead of going to like yeah like Atlanta or Houston or Dallas first. It's, I don't know. It's always yeah, you fly to Detroit and then fly to yeah. San Diego. Yeah. Detroit or, Sh- or Chicago first that those two blow my mind. They're really weird. Anyway. What I think it is, is price. I think it's like, it's cheaper, but it, you wouldn't think it would be cheaper to, to spend that much fuel flying that far out of the way. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's just, nobody wants those flights and nobody's taking them. <laughs> Probably what it is. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know. But so we got there. As soon as we arrived, I was looking at Ubers from the hotel to um or from the airport to the hotel and it was like 40 I think it was for, right at 40 bucks and i was like <laughs> i'm pretty sure i can get a rental car for 40 bucks so then i was like well if it's 40 there it's gonna be 40 back and if i were to uber to get lunch because we we, need, we wanted to eat lunch yeah i was like i'm looking at a hundred dollars in uber so i got on like the avis app and we had talked about it while we were there like having traveling for work getting reward points and all that stuff oh yeah so i got a brand new nissan armada platinum for 80 bucks for 24 hours, which nice. like, yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Full so I did that instead. <clears throat> yeah. And we listened to nineties hip hop the entire weekend. Dude, uh, dude, Jessica and I listened to nineties and 2000 hip hop all weekend too. We were driving up and we we're just like, did you really? Yeah. We I swear to God we did. We were just cruising through That's a lot funny. of two thousands mostly, but um, just yeah. reminiscing, just hearing old songs that we hadn't listened to since we were in high school, yeah. bringing up old memories and stuff. It was a lot of fun. Do you do what I do? Like when Machiavelli comes on and then I'm like, I turn it down and I'm like, or I pause it. And I'm like, you know, Machiavelli's Tupac. And then I go through the whole thing. Like why Machiavelli's Tupac? And then she's like, yeah, I grew up in the same time frame as you and listen to the same music. Right. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I just, you know, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have yep. to explain it. Yeah. yeah. I, I catch myself like, I, I don't know, call it mansplaining, whatever you want, but like I get excited yeah. about stuff and I want to explain it to other people. And they're like, yeah, I, I know. I've heard the story. I'm aware. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> But anyway, so um, we had lunch at um, old, what is OCB? Old County Bourbon or something? OCB remember. Kitchen, which you and I went to before. Mm-hmm. I think something just hit the side of my house. Nice. I made a noise. Anyway, um, we went there. We had, every time I go there, man, the like living in Charleston, it's hard to top our food. But yeah, they do such a good job. Their food is so good. If you, if you if you're in the Kentucky Lexington area, I'm sure they have more more than one. I think they have three actually. Oh, you should oh, definitely check it out. O, OBC Old Bourbon County. OBC Old Bourbon County. That's what it is. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where OBC we met. Kitchen. The first year that we went up there, that's where you you and I mm-hmm. met. Uh, Jessica and I met you and Andy there, and uh, yeah, they all and I gave you a crazy cocktails. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. That was funny. <laughs> was it fun? Did you enjoy it? We don't yeah, have to yeah, say what Andy knows. Yeah, it was. It was the funny. people that. Uh, the wives know what it is. Yeah, I thought it was funny too. But yeah, OBC Kitchen, man. And I went there. So I went th- when we went there, like as soon as we sat down, like they were kind of slow. And the guy was like, you know, f- kind of feeling me out. Yeah. You know, what are you looking at? And I was like, well, I really wouldn't like to try some of your picks. And I was like, do you have anything you picked? He's like, well, he moved and he came back or whatever. And uh, he was telling me he's got an old pick that he has. But before that, I did like a Russell's pick. And then I had one of his picks that he had done like five years ago. 
which was pretty cool to taste. And uh, just having those conversations and like really talking whiskey and talking, yeah, going yeah. in depth, like who, you know, what's this, what's that? What do you think about Blue Run, which was fun, but he collects Blue Run. You know how when you have those conversations with people and then you shit on something and then yeah, they're like, well, I actually, fun. <laughs> yeah, it's always that fun. happened. Yeah. But uh, he was really cool about it. He agreed. Well, he was like, there's no way they're building that distillery. I was like, oh, yeah. really? He said that? That's funny. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think people who really are into, who understand bourbon and understand whiskey in general, I don't think most of them take offense to, right? Like, no. If you don't like something, you just don't like it. And it's okay. Like, if I like something, that's my yeah. thing. And I'm if I have the whole lineup and I have, you know, picks from this year mm-hmm. all the way back 10 years, that's just my thing. If you don't like it, shit on it all you want. I'm still going to go home and drink it. Yeah, it's fine. And everybody's pals difference. It is sure. what it is. Yeah. It's always yeah. fun. So we got back to the um, hotel there and I hit you up and y'all had been, you guys went to lunch. I've been day drinking. Yeah. A little fun. bit. Yeah. I went to some local spot. Um, I cannot remember the name of it still to, uh, to save my life. And what makes it a local spot? I wanted to ask you that when you so I, yeah, you, you told me this. Right good, there. good point. And this is something that, you know, Jessica and I, um, when we travel, I say local spot because it's a place I've never seen or heard of before. Mm. Um, yeah, it could be a chain, but I don't, I didn't think it was, it's, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. Before. Oh, you meant local as though locally owned. Yeah. Locally owned. Like okay. it's a, okay. it's a place that we don't have in, in Charleston or South Carolina. I've never seen in any yeah. other state. I've never heard of it before. We had to look it up and see yeah. like what they even serve there. Um, I thought you meant like all the locals go here. No, 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 nothing like you. that. You it was like, a, yeah, yeah. It was like a, I'm trying to think of what you could compare it to. Um, it's just like in a typical American restaurant. They had, yeah. you know, um, kind of this cabin, wood cabin sort of feel. Like Dookie's barbecue. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but it was, but it was, uh, you know, TVs, you know, in, in one main section, kind of in the TV sprinkled throughout with some sports on. They had a decent bar, some out, outdoor seating. And they had everything from burgers to tacos to salads, you know, just a, a, yeah. you know, just a regular array. We had these, I will tell you, um, I'll look up and find out the name of it. Next time we go up there, we'll have to stop in. They have this appetizer that are these, these croissants. Um, are you still there? Yeah. Uh, your, oh, your, your camera. How do I keep up. doing that? I don't know what you're doing, but I keep, I keep clicking it. it. Oh, sorry. I keep clicking um, it. I don't know how. Are you are you hitting something on your keyboard? I'm guessing it's uh, no, it's Control E. Oh, weird. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know how I keep doing it. Maybe the mouse is going out. It's these platter. It's this platter of like hand size like croissants and they come out wow. hot and they're drizzled with this like honey like maple honey uh syrup and then sprinkled with i think it's walnuts Dude, hell yeah i they could have brought i could have eaten like two plates of those for 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 my lunch yeah, yeah it was really Saturday, bro. yeah for sure <laughs> Dude, I, let me tell you what i felt so bad eating those i ordered a salad for lunch <laughs> that makes sense though that's yeah. the shit i would do for sure yeah. Yep. Like, well, now I did that. Dude, I, I watched a documentary on the way there. I know we're trying to get to the camp here thing, but I watched a documentary on the way there about, um, uh, like, our food, which, yeah. you know, I shouldn't do because you know how my brain works. Sure. And they were talking about uh, E. coli. They were like, they've pretty, like, for E. coli, for meat, for beef, yeah. they've pretty much stamped it out. Like, everything has to be tested. There's no E. coli in the beef. They find it. They kill all the cows. Like, everything's it's, – it's sad. But the chicken, they're like – uh, well, you know, if it's got salmonella in it, we just assume that con- it's up to the consumer to cook that shit out of it. Like, don't eat raw chicken. That's why they always tell you, like, don't eat raw chicken. So they don't really, they're not, they're not held to any standard. That's but funny. romaine lettuce is the worst. There's E. coli in it. 
Yeah. Well, it's across the, the there's two places in America where they grow romaine lettuce and they're both of them are across the sh- across the river from a cow like yeah. Makes massive sense. cow farm. Yeah. Like a cow pen like we saw in Colorado when we were driving there. Yep. Um but yeah, like and so they're interviewing like, you know, everyone. Left right. or like like everybody that's pro con, people that work for the FDA, like everybody. Yeah. And they're like, what's the only thing in the grocery store you won't buy? And all of them, romaine lettuce. Yeah. You won't buy it. Yeah, I do. I, I'm telling you, you can ask Jessica, we've had this, uh, there have been three different work trips where I have eaten a salad and I have gotten ridiculously sick. Well, the thing that scares me, like, I don't care about getting sick, whatever. Like we have food poisoning, you know, I've had it. I'm going to have it again one day. I'm going to have it in November, like for an entire week when I go to Mexico, but <laughs> whatever. But this E. coli thing, it, it kills people. And what yeah. it, it shuts down your kidneys, dude. You can't, it's hard to come back from that. But there's people that get sick and they're on dialysis for the rest of their life because they ate a salad. Yeah, hard pass on and that. I'm like, I've mostly stopped eating salads. So it actually surprised Jessica when I ordered it. She was like, Are you sure? Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm feeling a salad today. And I did. And then I was like, Oh, man. I had these giant butter covered croissants. I dude, this thing's salad. had to have been 500 calories a piece. It was wild. That means they were good. That's yeah. all that means. And then, but then, and then, of course, to just to make a, you know, a super healthy um, decision sandwich, uh, I, I, I washed that down with a, it had to have been a, I don't know, a half gallon, like mason jar that was, uh, it was all clear liquors uh, with like a little <laughs> bit of, a little bit of Sprite and a little bit of lemonade. It was like triple sec, vodka, rum, gin. And like two other things, and it was uh, a Long Island Arnold Palmer. It was a yeah, it was a Long Island lemonade <laughs> or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I housed that, and then uh, then she was like, "We should go do some shopping." I was like, "You set me up," because now I can't yeah. say no. Spend it. She knew that. Was, she knew what she was doing. That's funny. So we got back to the hotel then, and uh, we I had hit you up, and you were like, "Dude, just hang out with us," and I was like, "I don't want to interrupt," you know. Mommy, daddy away from the kid time. <laughs> and, and, but you, you said, uh, like we're just old, so, tired, just old people watching, watching TV, <laughs> riding the bus, man. It was just, yeah, it was good. It's all good. So we came to the hotel bar and we were drinking and doing some people watching and, and we had a in-depth conversation about hotel people watching. It's one of the best. If you ever stay in a hotel, just do yourself a favor and spend two hours at a hotel bar. You'll see yeah. the wildest shit everywhere. I've never not had it happen. It's fun, man. The lobby, especially big, uh, not a resort like that. You have so many different yeah. events going on at one time. And just from listening to conversations, uh, like we knew obviously of our event that was there, there was a wedding going on. There was a horse riding competition uh, that was going on close by. So there were riders that were staying there. There was a soccer match, like a semi-pro soccer match going on. So there were two soccer teams in the hotel. And then there were all the people wow. that were staying there playing golf at the resort. There were a ton yeah. of different types of people there. So it was really like the, the bars were definitely like a melting pot of different people and personalities. You really get to see the, uh, like get a pulse of America and you're like, these people are pieces of shit. <laughs> vast majority. We can say that because no, we weren't talking to anybody anyway. So then we went and, uh, went to the barbecue, went to the, uh, yeah. I always forget what it's called. Bourbon and barbecue. Heroes Bash, is that right? It is the American Heroes, Camp Hero, Kentucky, American Heroes Bourbon and Barbecue Bash. It is a mouthful. Yeah. Long name. But what what it is is Camp Hero, you know, the charity that we support because it's 100% volunteer. There's nobody there that's paid a salary. And that is our big gripe with a lot of charities. Most of the CEOs are making crazy money 
there's a lot of people that support in our industry, the folds of honor where the CEO makes 600, I think it's 670 or $680,000 a year. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We could factor in that. We'll just call it over $500,000 a year. So in our case, where we don't, I don't make, do you make $500,000 a year, Gus? No. Yeah, me neither. So, I so. I'm, not, I'm not, I don't see the need to give that guy any of my money. But Camp Hero, Kentucky is 100% volunteer. And anyone that asks us, where can they donate to a charity? Well, that's one of our favorites. We have, we have a few you can pick from, but that's definitely one of our favorites. Um, but anyway, we love going to this charity event. We sponsor it every year. We were silver sponsors this year, bronze sponsors. I don't know. We were sponsors this year. We had our name on the thing, which was cool to see your name yep. on a thing at a, an event. And um, they auctioned off a lot of bourbon. There was a lot of bourbon there. One of the packages was $5,000 in whiskey. There was just one package that a guy won. Yeah, that's um, a lot. But we came in and um, it was hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was really hot in that room, man. For a hotel yeah. with, with huge industrial coolers um, and HVAC systems, you'd think they could have pumped some pumped some more air in there. Some, but uh, Some paid for air in there? Yeah, there's a, a whole lot of bodies in that room, though. There was packed a lot of people them there. in there, for sure. And it was a great time the, from everything, from, from the DJ... And I don't mean that's probably a dumb way to start because I don't want you to get the impression that it was like a dance club. <laughs> but the guy playing music um, as the event started to the speakers, to Rocco, to the giveaways or not the giveaways to the chair, to the auctions, to the auctioneer, some of the stuff you could get to win. I mean, he had the entire not that we're Blanton's people, but they, he had the entire Blanton setup, which I think they said was five thousand. But it was they had the Blanton's honey barrel, which for those that yeah. don't know, there's no honey in that. It's just the, that's their honey. That's their sweet spot in the warehouse. Right, right. So Rocco gave us a sample of another bottle. Um, and Gus, what did you think about it? Yeah, it was great. Uh, fucking <laughs> asshole. It was, he, he handed me a bottle with like a, like, I don't know, a few drops. Like I was able to like, I think, I don't know if you did it on purpose. If you knew I was going to have to, like, I did it on purpose. Tilt my head back and I was going to have to like, yeah. And so yeah, you dropped it straight down your throat, 137 proof. Yeah, 137 proof. Straight now, down your throat. Mind you, two days before this event, I I kind of started getting this like cold. So I'm congested and my my throat's all raw from from coughing. And that shit hits the back of my throat and I start coughing and like my eyes are tearing up and look like a big look <laughs> right like in front of everybody. Pussy in front of everybody. It was great. Yeah. yeah. This is whiskey and wine tells guy. Can't can't drink liquor. It was fun though, man. They gave away, not gave away. I keep saying that they uh, they raffled off and auctioned off, um, I think four or five different guns, uh, numerous paintings, all kinds yeah. of like one of one um, pieces of art and things like that. A number of different hunts, everything from gator hunts down to Florida to um, guided whitetail hunts in in Central Kentucky. Um, uh, access deer it was it access deer? Not access deer. It was a um, uh, uh, coos deer. Coos, no, not coos deer. Sick of deer. Um, sick of deer. Yes. Yeah, sick of deer up in Maryland. Um, tons of tons of guided hunts. Uh, you know that. You know those those things go for. 
you know, they're not cheap, but when you bid on them, if you got the, if you got the cash to, to grab one of them, you get great deals on those hunts um, at these options yeah. uh, and the money all goes to a great cause. So um, yeah, you'll spend a little more than you normally would. Um, but also like some of these hunts, I mean, they were, if you were to try to do it yourself, if you were to try to go on that sick of deer hunt, I mean, shit, man, to find somebody to show you where they are, you would yeah. probably pay what that went for at auction. And sure. this covered room yeah. and board, all everything. You had to pay for your own flight, I think. And, yep. But outside of that, yeah, it covered everything else. And they have a great silent auction, which is, is fun because a lot of people kind of sleep on the silent auction and oh, yeah. things go unnoticed. Like you guys won something, right? Didn't you win something? Well, the, the secret is most silent auctions will have the auction item there. And it'll yeah. be like this big thing with a thing and you bid on it. This one, Andy found it. It was kind of my wife. She found it, it was kind of like set along to the side and there was nothing. All it said was Kentucky Derby or not. It wasn't Derby, Kentucky. Um, it was Churchill Downs box seats for four people or something, which that package for the full day is like four or $5,000. Yeah. But it was just, it was sandwiched in between two other auction items that had like a picture and some whiskey and a bunch of stuff with it. Yeah. And then it was just in there in between. And so nobody, nobody even looked at it. So we got it for, I think, 125 bucks. Or something. That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, That's the, the secret. And there's all kinds of those things. There's a lot of little yeah. pieces, little things that get lost. So when, when we, when you walk through those silent auctions, there's all usually a lot of big pictures and big stuff like you're describing that are, you know, propped up and are really mm -hmm. eye catching. And those you, you'll find little things like what you described. You'll find little pieces of like nice jewelry. I'm talking diamond jewelry. Yeah. Uh, that have been donated. And so, whatever they get for it's you know whatever they get for it. but you can get some of this stuff for a couple hundred bucks that you'd pay for you pay thousands for in the store like what's a uh like four grains of sand squeezed together into a diamond into a nose ring what's that cost these days uh, fucking like three 240 bucks <laughs> right so there was that. a diamond <laughs> ring up there like a man in a he she a she he no i'm yeah. sorry let me step that back a pair for male and female there you go. Uh, or, or no, a, a pair. Jesus Christ. There's no way to say it. I can't say husband and wife. You know, yeah. whatever. Fuck it. You know, leave it in the comments. There was a pair for a man and a woman to have a wedding ring set up. And um, there were diamond rings and they were, they were cheap. It was cheaper. I mean, they were, it was mad. I don't know that it was. Did you look at it? Am I talking to my ass? Was it real diamonds? Are you talking about the, the, the pair that was to the left of the main stage? In yes. the box, in the box, yeah, White it was, box. it was, it was sterling silver and cubic zirconia. I checked them out. Oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I saw that it went really cheap, and I was like, dude, yeah. that's crazy. I wish I had bid on that. Yeah, I someone's, someone's going gonna to propose with that and just let someone think they, uh, they hit it big. Isn't it weird that people, women, whatever? Dude, Isn't it go weird? On. <laughs> like, you know, I, whatever, dude. It's, it is what it is. Isn't it went weird for me in my life? Women want, um. Even then, now I'm in trouble with my wife. I say that. Isn't it weird that women want to have real diamonds? Like, what do they care? I don't understand. Because yeah. the whole thing about it is like wearing it and people go, ooh, ah. So like Kubrick Draconian, like, you know, I get it. We've been married 10 years. She deserves a diamond ring. Sure. That's not a problem. But out the gate, bro, yeah. like you're, I mean, what have you really done? You, you've been <laughs> dating for a few years? Like... <laughs> Why, why do you deserve you're probably going to end up divorced anyway because the divorce rates are super high so yeah, like why high. would you spend ten thousand dollars on a ring for a check you're yeah. not having i don't you know? know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be getting something uh our 10-year anniversary uh, is next year and uh oof, sucks 
Yeah. Better, <laughs> better start working nights, bruh. Doing all kinds of stuff. Trust me. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, I had to, I had to finance my 10 year uh, wedding gift Yeah. Well, for like nine months before I even gave it to her. Cause I wanted to make sure that I had at least half of it paid for. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Hey, the, you the know, things we do. Yeah. No, we love our wives. Everything's fine. Um, so the dinner raised a bunch of money, had a great time. You guys peeled out, um, yep. after, after it was over. Cause you had a long drive back. Yep. I fortunately didn't have to get up until 11. Nice. I think it was nice because I went out on the back patio and I did what I do when I drink too much, which is you guess, uh, you, you peed outside <laughs> now talked a bunch of shit to a bunch of people and, yep. um, Made good connections, made some, I actually made some solid friendships, I think, but oh, um, I told a lot of people, a lot of stuff. There was a, the camp hero guy that does the, um, he's like, uh, the guy on Joe Rogan podcast, his name's Mike and he does all that cybersecurity stuff. You know okay. Um, um, there's a guy like that with camp hero. Oh, okay. He yeah, does yeah, yeah. like private contracting security stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we ended up talking about a lot of stuff. He was asking about the Chinese, uh, weather balloon. Oh, yeah. um, situation, some, uh, maybe like some forest fires that have been caught on fire. We were talking about stuff like that, you know, just nothing serious, man. Just, yeah, just drunk talking shit. <laughs> then I have sent out there with a firefighter. Um, I'm not gonna say his name for many reasons, but we hit it off, dude, like had great conversations. He was forced into the vaccine. Um, we talked a lot about that and like what that's done to his life and yeah, how he feels now. And like, being around all these people and, and the things he's done with himself. And, and, uh, he started a window cleaning business, which hits home for me. Cause I have three friends that own window cleaning business and all three of them are doing fantastic in life. Yeah. It's just hard work, man. You got to find clients and, and do a better job than the other guy. Right. And, um, I'm almost like, I'm going to just give it all up and start cleaning windows. <laughs> Service man, <laughs> service industries. It's, <sighs> Dude, they're crushing all, all of the people I know that have a, have a window cleaning business are crushing, like yeah. absolutely murdering. Just there money just, left and right. There's just, there are just essential services that, that people, companies pay for without question. Yeah. They don't, they don't question it. It's just, this has to be done. Here's a check. All I'm not going to say, good. Well, I just, all you have to do, like, like you said, is do a little bit better than the other guy or yep. provide some sort of service or, uh, relationship that is better than the other guy basically. And there was a guy that I met that kind of is in the same industry. I don't want to give too many details away because uh, I shouldn't even be talking about it. So I'm just going to just say it in generalities, but him and his wife were making so much money a year tax bracket, yeah. uh, income tax, et cetera, so on and so forth. So what they ended up doing was getting a divorce. They still love each other. It's not like they divorced and separated. They got a divorce. So they're no longer connected to each other on paper, on paper. And she quit her job and she's working, um, like kind of a cash, cash deal for yeah. him. So she gets paid this cash and he's getting paid through his job, right? whatever. And so she doesn't make whatever the minimum is like she gets paid on salary, but doesn't make enough to get taxed each year. Right. Yeah. And then gets cash tips on top and it's nothing nice. illicit. It's like a normal business. Um, but now they're bringing home 
exponentially more than they were both working normal yep. jobs, paying taxes, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. But it's crazy to hear that because like this day and age, man, I mean, we're, I'm struggling. Everybody's struggling. It's just crazy how much everything costs. And yeah. when you see where your tax money goes and then to watch people find a way around it, I love it. I love it too. I, I like, uh, it's like, you just want to give a slow clap. Mm -hmm. like, good for you for figuring that out a way. And then it makes me sit around and Google and, and look for loopholes and ways around shit. Well, I've told my wife, I'm like, what does it really matter? Do you, I mean, do you, what do you care? And for us, it wouldn't, the cost benefit, there isn't one. Yeah. But cause she makes more than, um, the non-taxable thing. But, but like if I had kids, I'd get a divorce immediately and she would, I mean, I'm just saying, there's just, but I, you know, it's your relationship is your relationship. I, who am I to sit here and say someone should do something? I'm just saying for me, sure, it would be a very easy conversation. Like we just get a divorce on paper. We deal with the whatever. Don't even tell anybody. Nobody needs to know. It's sure. nobody's business. And uh, we have a weird relationship. We got a divorce, but we still live together. We stay together <laughs> for the kids or whatever. <laughs> but it's it's a there was a tax income benefit from it. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny to see the ingenuity that people have. Like. There's a lot of stupid people out there, but there's also a lot of smart people, and they and oh, they sure. think of things that I would have never thought about. I would have never thought. Yeah, some of the smarter divorce. some of the smartest people that I know are not necessarily the book smart, you know, master's yeah. degree, PhD degree, you know, type yeah. of thing. They're just they're they're street smart. They've learned how gang to gang. survive, learned how to play the play the game. Oh, I said I did it upside down. There you go. There we go. I don't know what that means, but I see people talking about it on Instagram. <laughs> Well, they're part of the Illum is that Illuminati? No idea what that means. No idea what you're starting or I what you're like. Well, I see people like on TV and they're talking and they're talking like this and they're like, oh, maybe they're holding their hands like that. And then yeah. all the comments are like, oh, New World Order, blah, blah. You know, well, maybe that's what, what it is. But I think it's a hand symbol for whatever. <laughs> Could, be. Excuse me. Could be. But yeah, the dinner was amazing. Uh, raised a bunch of money. The speaker was good, a little long winded. Uh, but he had a point to put out, which is fine. And uh, I enjoyed it. Rocco's speech was great. Rocco's um, hurt. Rocco was, a little, well. Rocco was a little more unhinged this year than he was previous years. He had, he had, he was in a lot of pain. <coughs> and to watch him sit there and sweat and work through it. Yeah. Inspiring, man. It's inspiring. You look around at people that are, well, I don't feel good, you know. Right. I'm thick today. I'm not coming to work. But to watch a guy sit there, basically his entire body's aching and he's sweating because he can't control his own temperature and he's a ton of pain. He had a walker. Yeah. Walker. Yeah. He could have easily been like, hey, Johnny, why don't you hold on? Here's Johnny. <laughs> hey, Johnny, because his name is Johnny. Hey, Johnny, why don't you? Um, I'm surprised I remember that because I lost the cover for it. Um, why don't you run the event for me? I'm in too much pain. I'm going to lay in the hotel room. Nope. He sat there. He yeah, even he helped load up the trailer before he left that night. Wow. It's crazy, man. The dude's got, he got something that most people don't have. That's true. Good dude. Yeah. It's a great charity. Great organization. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, and then Sunday, what time did y'all get up? Uh, we got up at, it was like 6.30, 7 o'clock, I think it was. We were out of there a little bit before 8. We were on the road. We got home right around 3, 3, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Nice. Yeah, easy day, easy drive back. Uh, the drive back went by much quicker than the. Uh, it always does. Yeah, than the the drive up there, but uh, yeah, it was it was super easy, laid back. We stopped uh, stopped at a grocery store in Ingles and grabbed uh, something nice. from their from their deli instead of stopping for fast food. And, yeah, um, yeah, it was a good drive. We, uh, you know, parents, it's it's hard to have 
conversations sometimes without getting interrupted all day with with kids mm-hmm. and other things and so uh it's it's nice to have a you know to you it would seem like 16 hours you know wait you know just in a vehicle yeah. driving it was nice to be able to talk about things and and work through things and you know, bring a notepad and jot things down plan things out we haven't had a chance to plan out things things like that so it was uh it was good it was it was uh it was nice that's awesome man i always love like we do a lot of stuff and i always love when the wives are able to come because, yeah, of, because of a lot of reasons but um definitely just the getting out of the normal area and, and kind of seeing stuff but it's also good for them to see kind of like what we do and you know this when we're gone this is kind of what we're doing we're gone we're having fun right. doing this yeah it's good for them to see as well i believe i agree yeah i like it i enjoy it love it um yeah I, I flew back so we had a pit stop in philly again and um i had a bit of a layover due to airline things um so we were walking and as we were walking we both kind of were talking about the last time we came to philadelphia not the flight before but like when we actually went there and we were talking about cheesesteaks and yeah. i have this theory about cheesesteaks and correct me if i'm wrong i mean it could be it doesn't matter this is my theory for me I think when you think about a cheesesteak, I think you have this idea in your head about a cheesesteak, and yeah. I don't think that really exists. Oh, I don't okay. think it's possible to do it. Really? You know what I mean? You ever had a cheesesteak and been like, this is it? Or you're always like, well, I had one before it was better. I don't, I guess, I guess I've never really had one that just made me say, you know what, this is, this is the standard yeah. from now on. That's my point. That's yeah. why I don't think they exist. Because they're all different. So, and, and, they are and They're for all the people who are like different. no you haven't had i have i've had if there's a if there's a place in philadelphia that sells cheesesteaks i've had a cheesesteak there but this particular chip trip we went to luke's which is better than gino's in my opinion and so i went to luke's and i mean you know if i take a picture if we take a picture of something put it in our story and tag a company 100 percent of the time they repost it yeah luke's did not repost it because that cheesesteak looked like shit and so then we, you know what I mean? We weren't happy. So we went to Gino's and got a Gino's cheesesteak. Granted, we're in the airport. We're not at the actual, but I'm just going to tell you it's on par with what I've gotten at the physical location. So we did Gino's got a cheesesteak there. Same thing. Like the story. They said, thanks for coming in or whatever they said. Yeah. No repost, but they repost anyone that tags them ever, but they didn't repost ours because it looked like shit. Hmm. But anyway, is is what it is i just i don't believe that the uh cheesesteak in your head exists i've never had it (laughs) and i've had all the cheesesteak everybody's like go get a cheesesteak here i've never had a cheesesteak like the one in my head yeah even if i try to make it i can't make it either so i'm not saying like y'all suck and i'm sure you know i'm just saying i don't think it exists i don't know well i hope i hope that you find i hope you find that cheesesteak one day man the cheesesteak in the sky yeah yeah that's the yeah I might start the church of the cheesesteak and then (laughs) because the thing is like Cubans, like I love a good Cuban. So I perfected, in my opinion, I perfected the Cuban and I've had multiple people eat my Cubans and be like, this is the best Cuban I've ever had. And then they'll send me pictures of Cubans that they've eaten as life brings you Cuban sandwiches. Happens all the time. Like not good. This isn't it. Like (laughs) yours was better. And I'm like, so the fact that you took the time out to text me that my Cuban was better. It says a lot. It's true. Yeah, and what, and, what, and what people should know, and I don't know if we have enough time to even go over the whole process, but you take like three or four days to cook that thing. I do, and I'm going to tell everybody how to do it. It's it's not that much time actually. It's very easy because I stole it. If you if you Google um, Chef Show, so Chef Show was a TV show. They also made a movie called Chef or something like that. I don't know what it was, but anyway, if you Google Chef Show 
cheesesteak and you click it, they're going to tell you how to Cuban. make, or not Cuban, excuse Cuban, me. Yeah. They're going to tell you how to make it. Now, in there, it says slice up the mojo pork. Okay. You got to click that link. That will take you to the mojo pork recipe, which takes 48 hours to make. So you make a huge, it's expensive. It costs a lot of money. It's like a, it, it costs like 300 bucks to make these Cubans. So, you, <laughs> but it makes a lot of food. So you got to have like people are coming into town. You're going to make it for everybody. Yeah. Make it a thing. So you you got to get the, the pork. And I go to an actual butchery and I get like an actual pork shoulder from a butcher. I trust. I don't buy anything from like food line or Publix. And then you have to brine it and it sits in a brine. The brine's expensive. It's a bunch of ingredients. And then you, soak it in a mojo sauce because i don't like mojo on the side you dip it in makes this bread soggy i don't like that i like crunchy hard bread i don't want soggy bread so you marinate this mojo sauce i do 24 hours i think the recipe says eight i do 24 hours yeah, and then you slow hours. roast it which takes i don't know the menu off the top of my head like eight to ten like six to ten hours somewhere in there yeah slow roast it and then i i let it rest i put it in the fridge and it sits till tomorrow and then i'll make the sandwich tomorrow but it's a shit ton of butter and you have to buy a plancha. Like don't cheat. You have to do it correctly or it's not going to come out right. Yeah. But like you buy a plancha, you do all the things and you make it correctly and it'll be the best Cuban sandwich you've ever had. You got, it's like, don't buy packaged ham off the rack in the fridge. You got to buy like boar's head, like really nice ham buy really nice Swiss cheese, use Wickles pickles, get gourmet mustard. You know, you got to buy good and good ingredient shit in shit out. You got to buy right. good stuff. That's right. Good stuff. My you know coach, what I mean? That's what my coach used to tell me. When I, in relation to? Uh, uh, eating burgers and fries between games oh. on hockey weekends in high school. Yeah. But I was also like 17. You know, you can yeah. eat whatever I want. And, 100%. Yeah. Anyways. I was going to say, what does eating burgers have to do with hockey? But I got you there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, nutrition. Sports nutrition. Um, before we... I want to take a little... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. You want to take a little. Well, break. I was going to say we got to cut out because we have another podcast in yep. ten minutes. Yep. But I wanted to instead of using the um, pre-recorded commercial for VPA, I was just going to do a, a VPA commercial. Do a shout out. Let's do it. This podcast is brought to you by Vantage Point Archery. Vantage Point Archery makes broadheads that are unlike anyone else. Get rid of that mechanical crap that you've been using forever it's the first shot you take is the only shot that matters if you take your first shot in a practice round and you miss guess what you just missed a deer the first shot is what matters why would you use a mechanical broadhead knowing that there is a possibility it could fail either on the way or inside of the target you need to go back to full-on regular broadheads vantage point archery makes them out of solid steel the dowel is like a circle yeah. and then they machine cut a broadhead out of it and they're meant to last forever you can literally resharpen them and keep using them yep. just keep using them we're going to do a whole video of us shooting things you should not shoot broadheads with we're going to destroy yeah. arrows doing it but we're going to prove it to you yep. this stuff is amazing yep yep i shoot uh i shoot 125 grain um i love it it's you know it's solid you know, great quality made made right here in america great company great people uh, yeah, great people. Check out their website. Um, they have several other options and and um, uh, what's the word? Combinations of of weight, uh, bevel, and all that stuff. Vented, yeah. non-vented, all that stuff. Um, so plenty of and options no, for what for your setup. And there is no promo code because you just need to you just need to support this company. It's an American-owned company. They're out of it. 
Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's vparchery.com. You can go there. Look at it. They have everything from three blade, two blade, single bevel, double bevel, vented, non-vented, multiple weight grains from like 100 to 300, I think. So if you're an FOC guy, you want to shoot a heavy, heavy, heavy thing up front, they got it. If you want to shoot something more balanced, they got it. You're somewhere in the middle. You want to shoot a 125 like Gus and I do, single bevel. They got it. At least go look. Just do us a favor and go look. You look at it and you think, I'm going to give it a shot. Give it a shot. But at least do us a favor and go look. It's great stuff. And they're great people and you're sporting American company. Made in America, all of it. We, we went to the fat. Well, I went to the factory and watched them make it. It's, I can guarantee you it's all made in America. <sighs> That's all I got. Phoenix Point Archery. Where precision meets, I forget what the tagline is, but need to do that. Go check it out. Yeah, <laughs> go do it. We made the switch, and uh, we should you you should too, especially yep. if you're shooting mechanicals. Yeah, I love it. I like I being able to shoot know. the same. I like being able to shoot the same thing when I practice and not have to change yeah. out field tips. I like knowing, yep. ha- having my my bow tuned to, to exactly what I'm shooting in the field. And like Matt said. Um, you know, when I go out and I practice, the first shot I take is the one I concentrate and take my time on the most because it mimics the first shot in the field. You don't get a yep. follow-up. You don't get to keep practicing that a deer. You get one shot. So One. And it will always be the first shot you take. Yeah. I, I, I will use field tips for bags, but if I'm shooting a box or, you know, if I, so I'll use field tips to, like, play around. But if I'm actually, like, this is for real, all right, you're taking a for real 30-yard shot. Yep. And I shoot the box. I use their broadheads, and they're still just as good at killing. After you do that, it's it's you got to check it out. And that's all I got. That's all I got. Well, thanks for joining this week. Thanks to our Patreon. Thanks to uh, Waypoint Network for having us. And um, as always, Absolutely. you can check you gotta, out our, check out our website. Hey. Go to skinwhitehills.com and use the code podcast to get twenty percent off of our products. And you can go to where Matt. Patreon.com slash Whiskey and White Tales, and you can sign up for as low as $3 a month, and it'll give you access to our Discord, which we just changed. It used to be $5 to get in there. Now, $3 to get you in. Literally $3 a month. You can't buy anything for $3 a month. Nope, and you can if buy anything, access to our you, kick-ass podcast. Well, it gives you access to people like us that, that know what the hell they're talking about. And you got questions about gear. You want to get into hunting. You want to get into saddle hunting. You want to get into whiskey. You want to get into whatever. Whatever you want to get into, there's somebody in there that can answer. And if they can't, we'll probably answer anyway. I mean, we're going to answer, but sometimes they beat us to it. But yeah, that's all I got. All right. Until next time. Cheers. Adios. Slancha. Hasta luego. Adios. Bye.